Last time on Outlaws Wanted, the crew of the Honor made its way to Core Forged Home, the notorious penal colony of the Imposition. Unfortunately, the way into the prison settlement was guarded by a half-robot, spider, half-power-armor Imposition inmate who challenged Malcolm to a duel. After belegging the would-be duelist, our crew was allowed entry to the most idyllic farming settlement they have ever seen, populated by rusting, power-suited Imposition outcasts. Y'all are on the settlement or y'all are in the settlement on core forged home as i said last time it is a beautiful farming village it's clearly been made from the scrap leftovers that were left to these prisoners who were dropped on this planet but all of them seem to be living in a relative peace as they just go about their lives farming and trading in a small little community so what's everyone up to i think the first thing that vi is doing is looking for any kind of any place where the residents seem to be congregating. So we're gonna do this thing again. Where you're, what you're gonna do is roll me a investigation check and then give me a one word description. Investigation smart, right? I believe so. That's a nine. Okay, and give me that one word description. Anyone got any suggestions? Seedy. Risky. I like risky. Okay, to pass the time. On their now boring life, the farmers here on Core Forged Home have started a hobby called um, Hay Fork Chuckin'. And what Hay Fork Chuckin' is, is where two people in power armor stand like across from each other. And it's like a drinking game where you throw a pitchfork at the other person. And if it hits you, you have to take a drink. And, you know, it's like it's like beer pong, but where you throw pitchforks at each other. (laughs) You are the thrower and the cups. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is how people in the imposition are passing time. So you find that there's like a bar dedicated to this. So they have like a little arena set up where you can throw pitchforks back and forth. And there's just generally people there in good spirits cheering on, you know, power suited people throwing spears back and forth. When when you guys enter, you're getting like a little a few weird looks, but no one just seems to care that much. A weird question. Mm-hmm. So everybody here is in some form of power armor like we are weird for not being in power armor not everyone not everyone in the imposition wears power armor a lot of these people are it's kind of the thing where um well i guess you could ask people this but whatever so most people here are wearing power armor the the reason in my mind being that the type of person that would attract enough attention to even get sent to prison in the first place would have to be wearing power armor Otherwise, they're so, like, low cast in the imposition that it's like, well, who cares? Like, they're basically disposable people. They wouldn't have ended up at, like, the Max Max prison. Right, right, right. So, like, there are some people that are not wearing power armor, but most are. Uh, Jyla sees the Hayfork Pitchin. Is that... Hey, hey. I think I said hay fork. Yeah, I said hay fork pitchin', which is kind of funny because pitchfork, but I'm going with hay fork pitchin'. Hey, or hay fork chuckin'? I don't know. We're going to call it hay fork pitchin' because that's kind of funny. Okay. 
Jyla sees this and is like really into it and starts looking around for like, is there spare armor that she can get into to play this? <laughs> Do I roll um, an investigate check for that? I'm trying to decide how to handle that. <laughs> I don't think there's armor laying around because if there's armor. It would arm- have to be from somebody who died, I think. And so that probably <laughs> Like they wouldn't just hand that out to strangers they get grafted into that though yeah. they kind of do so i'll tell you what's gonna happen here is there is a um there's clearly like a sign up area and you can go and talk to them okay we'll see how that goes okay does anybody else want to do something while Jyla does that i think i want to see how this plays out <laughs> me too okay uh me too but vi is gonna go up and get a drink uh, okay, we'll say that that's the same person. So Vi and Jai both approach, like, a bar where there's, like, a chalkboard where you can sign up your name. The bartender behind there is, I would say he is in power armor, but again, it's, like, very tarnished and rusted. You can see where there, it used to be very colorfully painted, and now it's, like, blooming rust everywhere, and you can tell his movements are a little jerky as, like, gears are starting to bind and grind as he pours drinks. There is only one drink on tap. It is being served from a large barrel. Uh, howdy. What does, uh, what does someone have to do to get on that board right there and sign up? I'm game. Soft shell, I see. Anyone can, of course, sign up if they wish. All you must do is write your name with this chalk. And he slides a piece of chalk across the table to you. It is simple. Just write your full name. And you will be called. Uh, is there any chance I could get some armor? <laughs> Softshell wants some plate. Well, I tell you what. There is um, a disposal area behind the bar. Feel free to make what you will. There are no rules here, so do what you wish. Oh, great. Thanks. I'll be right back, Vika. <laughs> oh, Vika. Is your name? What can I do for you? Do you wish to participate? Um, no, actually, I'm gonna pass on that. But uh, if she's gonna do that, I would love to get one of the a drink of whatever you've got in that barrel there. Mm, and how will you pay? I don't, do we have? <laughs> I, we don't have anything, do we? Just a friendly joke. You don't seem to have anything I could trade for. First drink is on the house. And he like pours you a drink, and slides it across the table. Awesome. I might say I think that your friend is foolish. She's adventurous, certainly. Well, we shall see. I am looking forward to this. It's rare that we get such entertainment. Now, where are you and your compatriots over there from? We're not from anywhere. We're just running some cargo well isn't that a fun tale is there anything i can help you with actually there might be something we've um we had a tip to find uh someone here uh, named marilla oh marilla he uh points up at the board and like taps on it at like the very top where there's like a name with like a crown next to it and says reigning champ. <laughs> it says Marilla first scoundrel of the smoke and bones. I love her already. <laughs> it takes up a big part of the board. It's a super long name. Well, uh, that is her over there. He says that as you turn around and look and a woman in power armor, but not like 
typical power armor so it's not covering her whole body as and it doesn't seem as integrated like it seems like something she's wearing not something that she was grown into mm-hmm. picks up a hay fork and hucks it at a massive ex imposition marine and it like goes all the way through him like the whole pitchfork and sticks into a wall behind him she is very good yeah yeah i can see that the person that just had a hay fork thrown through him is high-fiving her at the moment (laughs) as he's like spraying adhesive into himself gosh i'm so excited for jyla to die (laughs) That's what we got the med bay for, right? We'll fix her right back up. <laughs> All right, so Jyla, you walk outside behind this, and there are not, like, piles of bodies, but there is, like, a little mound of power armor that looks like a body was pulled out of it. It's pretty grim, though. Like, you can tell it's, like, this was stuff that was meant to fit certain people in certain sizes. Um, but, yeah, there's just, like, a pile of disposed power armor. Uh, what are you going to try to do here? What's what's the play? Um, so I think... If it's not a full set, she's going to need to cobble together something. Yeah, and I guess, like, to be clear here, like, people from the Imposition are unnaturally large, and this power armor is made to fit them. So, like, they're, like, two feet taller than normal people, right? Like, they're, like, seven and a half feet tall. Uh So, like, if you just, like, put on their armor, it would, one, weigh a lot, and two, be, like, cartoonishly oversized. Right. So I think what... Jyla wants to do is take if there's pieces she'll want to take like a breastplate thing which would just cover their torso but on her would cover a little more sure so you cobble together something what you're gonna need to do is use your head Jyla's gonna use her head even though she hasn't up until this point and get a 13 (laughs) all right you make a very passable set of power armor like not only is it that you find pieces that can be easily like broken apart and reassembled you know like the pieces themselves are meant to like adhere and click together it's like almost a modular design where these things are like easy to fit back together and you're able to kind of like build yourself almost out of like shoulder pauldrons and knee stuff like a fairly decent looking set of armor all things considered that you now have and she'll definitely want like a powered arm at least her right arm so that she can actually chuck it i like that yeah um okay so you are in your kind of like almost i would say gladiatorish looking armor yeah oh and a helmet she needs a helmet yeah in that it's like patchy and very like scale plated like as different pieces are fitting together so now we just need to get um get Jyla some like pips some like uh, galactic alliance pips so she'll have the imposition power armor with galactic alliance pips and the um uh, oh, interstellar yeah. commerce <laughs> weapon and oh yeah yeah interstellar concert yeah all right yeah so i i guess i have to i have to come back into the bar right and yep. get my name on the board so you come back in and write your name you wait a couple of minutes and then they call your name and i need to do like a random name generator here all right so your name is called man behind the bar goes jyla new one is up against titus all right, so you guys clunk out into the arena. Titus is very nondescript. You can't tell anything about them since they're wearing a helmet still, like they're in full armor, as they pick up a hay fork and hold it in their hands very nonchalantly. It strikes you how small this hay fork is in their grasp. Like it's a child's toy compared to their might. Right? Gotcha. <laughs> 
You pick up a hay fork that is as tall as you. <laughs> yeah. All right, is there anything you want to do before we let this play out the way it's going to play out? I don't think so. Where's everybody else? Are they spectate? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Yes. My girlfriend's about to be run through, and I'm a medic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is Sully in relation to Jyla? Is he, like, standing by? Oh, I mean, like, he's close. Like, he's not, like, on the field with you because he's not dumb. Yeah. But he's at a close enough table. Same with Mal. Mal's, Mal's with Sully, just kind of just kind of observing. It gets real quiet as both of the competitors stand in a dirt arena underneath this like rusty roof in this derelict planet holding pitchforks staring at each other make me a uh what's it called blast some baddies roll <laughs> what am i gonna am i gonna use cool for that even though uh i would say I you could use either but you can use cool if you want and i'll say you get a plus one for that arm awesome i'm gonna use cool because i'm better at it all right, that's a 10. Oh, okay, cool. So um, you can deal one damage, and then this is where I'll say we can start getting into some status effects with this. Okay. So I'll say your options are here. You're going to deal damage to this person, and then you can either say, like, quick draw, and you threw this pitch pork before they did. Like, your arm is at this point better built than their rusting bodies, so you being faster on the uptake means that they were going to be hit and staggered before they have a chance to respond. Or you can do extra damage, or you can do some kind of status to them, aside from just they don't do damage back to you or doing extra damage. Um, what are the rules to this game? Like, what's the win You condition? don't know, and you didn't really ask? Okay. Um, I assumed it would be, like, announced. And, and the, guy did, the guy also did say there are no rules. Um, so, like, you... you I would say, like, it is a dangerous game, but you don't really understand what qualifies winning it. Right, I just saw the one guy get run through. Yeah. And be done. Yeah, but you don't know why. Yeah, okay. I think I'll do extra damage. Okay, so you wind up and throw. It hits this person, like, square in the chest, and you see their armor break a little bit as the pitchfork sticks into them, but not very far. You know, like, it broke the skin, but it wasn't, like, fully impaled, but you saw it do damage to their armor. As soon as it makes contact, their arm kind of, like, unfreezes and snaps forward as a hayfork rockets towards you, smashing into the armor that you made. You feel it crack and, like, buckle a little bit, and you're like, oh... That was a substantial hit that I just took. Seems like the next one's probably gonna start to do something. Okay. So, uh, Sully, I'm getting the I'm getting the feeling that this probably wasn't such a good idea. Hope she's okay out there. Um, I trust Jyla implicitly. He takes a sip of, from his canteen. We'll see if she's not getting in over her head again. I mean, this would be a record for being slugged on our runs. It's not a record I was hoping to break. I think uh, Jyla puts it as she aims to misbehave. Yeah, that sounds like her. You guys need to put more faith in Jyla. She can do it. Thanks, Bye. It's really going to matter a lot on this next roll, whether or not that's true. Yeah, do I get inspiration from my <laughs> friends believing in me? Nope. Is there anything else you want to do, though, or are you just picking up and throwing again? I So, just so I picture it right, are we throwing at the same time? Like, can we dodge? Or... 
Are we too close together to really dodge? I guess, like, I'm trying to explain this as in, like, you guys are outsiders and you didn't ask this question before you stepped in the ring, which I'm not being snippy about that because I thought you should have. I kind of like this idea of you going in a little bit blind. Like, this is foolhardy what you're doing, but I'm not going to, like, murder you outright because of that. So, like, you stepped into a ring... You eyed each other down and you both did throw pitchforks at each other. And what I would say right now, what he is doing is grabbing the pitchfork that you threw at him and he seems to be readying and taking aim at you again. Okay. So he is getting ready to throw again. He's not like doing anything else right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'll ready and throw again. All right. Roll blast some baddies. Dang. Yeah. That's... That's a 15 with my, if I still get the plus one for my arm. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. So it, same question again. Do you want to say that you responded fast enough that it knocks the person off balance and they like don't get their throw off before they're staggered? Do you want to do extra damage or do you want to inflict or have some other? St- when I say do a status, what that means is it's like any other narrative thing that you would want to have happen as a result. Right. Uh, I think about the first one of staggered so that they don't get the shot off or like goes wide or something. Okay, yeah. So you throw and this time it like still clips them in like the chunk of the armor that you could see breaking, but it also hits their throwing arm and their shot just goes wide. They miss. Does it does it hit somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> no, it just like thunks into the wall behind you. But as soon as you do that, you can see they're getting enraged as they're grabbing at the pitchfork and trying to wrench it free from their armor and throw it again at you. Um, yeah, so she's going to quick pull her hay fork out of the wall and ready again, I think. Go, Jyla! 11, yeah. Man, you are lucky. All right, so you rapidly grab the pitchfork, like roll to a knee and throw it. It smashes right into that hole that you had made before and you feel it like make good contact this time. Um, Titus staggers to a knee and kind of coughs as he pulls the hay fork free and you can see people crowding around him starting to do like first aid and you are pronounced the victor. Yay! Now, what would be really funny is if you go up back up to the bar and ask what the rules were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I th- is there like a crowd? A crowd? Yeah. Uh, so I think Jyla like turns to the crowd and does like an over-exaggerated bow, but it's really, really awkward because she's in huge armor. <laughs> so it's ungraceful. <laughs> they all clap and cheer. Yep. So then she takes off her helmet and saunders off. Y'all, I won! I don't know what I get for winning. But, but maybe but just my name on the board, but oh, one. Oh, uh, I think you also get your life, which is a pretty good prize in my opinion. That, that's true too. I do like my life. That was awesome, Jyla. Yeah, I would say that went. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm definitely, I'm proud of you. That, that was very well done. That was very risky, but well done. You didn't believe I could do it, did you, Mel? I mean, I was, I was definitely concerned for you. I'll say that. So, what have you guys been up to? I mean, I've been sitting here wa- watching your match. <laughs> Any news on Marilla? Yep, uh, figured out who she is, and five uh, points her out to everyone else. She's at the uh, top of the leaderboard for this sport, so hopefully... Oh, maybe I can get some tips from her, too, if we... Uh... We should go talk to her. I think we need to do a montage where Jyla just fights her way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess what's our what's our plan for... Uh, why don't we just go talk to her and name drop Laura Lee? 
Is it Lorelei? Is that what it is? So we did do it both ways. I am going to go with Lorelei for right now, and people can correct me. I am sorry. For the record, on people listening to this podcast, I have done Loria and Laura Lee. So I wasn't crazy when I thought it was Lorea. Well, Lorea, no. Or Loria. <laughs> <laughs> we did Loria and Laura Lee. <laughs> Same person, Laura something. <clears throat> this is the problem with made up names that you type out. I almost need to like say them to my like save an audio recording. Type them out phonetically. But for now, we're going to go with Laura Lee. <laughs> Move on. Can we buy her a drink and ask a. Ask her some questions. Uh, I guess do we don't have money? Do we? Do we have money? Did I win money? Is there a, was there a bet going? There's got to be a bet going. I don't know if you won money, but um, apparently first drink is free. So all right, get one of the free drinks and offer it. I'll cash in on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you get a free drink. Are you gonna go and try to talk to Marilla? Yeah. She's standing alone, like, at a standing table, just also drinking one of these, I don't know, mystery grogs. Sully walks up. Hello, Marilla. We have been sent by Loralee. Just no pretense with you, huh, Sully? (laughs) You are not subtle, are you? Can't say that's one of his qualities now. Never in my life. And also, my name is not just... Marilla, particularly not to a complete stranger. My name is Marilla, the first scoundrel scoundrel. of of the the Smoking smoking Bones. bones. It's awesome. I love it. May I just say? I am glad you enjoy. I enjoyed your match. It was impressive for an amateur. Oh, thanks. That means a lot, actually. I was, I liked watching your bout too. I wanted to say congrats. Here's a drink. She takes it and just drinks the whole thing and sets it back down. But getting to business, what can I do for you? Well, uh, you see, we, I don't know how much hearsay there is on this world, but everyone everywhere seems to be at war from this entity because of this entity known as chaos, which is corrupting people and trying to... I think rip the galaxy apart at this point, and we are hoping to get behind enemy lines to do a sneak attack on Chaos before they realize we're coming, and Laura Lee said that you were the best person for sneaking around without getting caught. Well, that is true, and I do remember her horrible old bones. I may have helped at times for a price, but this business with Chaos and War... I could not care less. I need something in return. Is there something you have in mind? Of course. I don't want to be here anymore. I want my crew, and I want a ship. Is your crew all here? Oh, of course. They're round and abouts. We got sent to the worst place Turns out, stealing from the Imposition and not respecting their authority does not make you popular with the Imposition. I get that. How big's your crew? Mm, Just four or five, depending on if they all still live. All right. Uh, Do you mind if we, I don't know, Congress over there? When you say Congress, do you mean without me or with me? Uh... 
without you, if you don't mind. That is fine. One other note. In order for me to think that risking my life with all of you is worth it, I need to know you are capable. I am the reigning champ of this sport. I would like to know if you can survive. Uh, well... By you, do you mean all of us, or just Jyla Mavek? I would prefer Jyla, but any of you would do. I mean, I'd be... I'm flattered that you'd offer, but you are the reigning champion. I don't want to sully your reputation by fighting an amateur, you know what I mean? (laughs) I don't mind. Uh, you can try to roll a persuasion. No, uh, grease the wheels. I sure will. I was, I was going to say that almost like you. You basically insulted her there because you're basically saying I don't want I don't want you to have to like. I guess the way no, it I'm sounded, saying she's too good for fighting somebody like me. Like she's in a different level. She's at a different level. The way I heard it was, I would hate for you to lose to me and sully your name. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just like that fighting an amateur in general is beneath her. Ah. Dang, I am on fire tonight. That's an 11. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't think you are wrong exactly. That is fair. I did see you fight Titus, and they are not nothing. So sure, go and have your meeting. I will find my crew, but remember the second half of my price. I need a ship to guide you behind enemy lines, as you say. Okay. She walks away at that point. Or you guys can, yeah. We walk away, yeah. Out of earshot. So I was at first thinking that we could maybe compromise on getting her off this godforsaken rock, getting her crew off, and maybe settle on, like, we don't have a ship necessarily. I don't know what else we could offer her. Because Rex, that ship, that extra one we had, Rex took, right? That we gave that to him. No, no. We sold all of the ships that we've found or scavenged. We've end up, ended up selling to uh, Davin. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So he, here's what I'm thinking. I'm actually thinking getting a ship would be the hardest, but also relatively easiest part of this whole thing. If we called Camilla or anyone back home to bring over a ship. Oh, they could beat us. Somewhere. Yeah. Bring over a ship. I think that's a fairly reasonable way to go about this can i make a gm note just to make sure you guys are aware of something she is not saying you guys have to have a ship like in your pocket right now she is saying at some point in this mission you're gonna have to steal her a ship and give it to her either i with that new knowledge either way i feel like that's as long as she's not asking for the honor i think this is a reasonable thing that we can help her with i would like to throw one complication into this Lucy might be very upset if we offer our ship to convicts. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. He did He did make the proclamation that n- non- nobody from this planet will step foot on our ship. He did also... Did he warn us specifically about Marilla? No. No, that was when you insulted him, Jyla. It, w- it was an accident. I know. It's a, I insulted him too, Jyla, so... <laughs> Yeah, I don't, he's he's really not going to be happy about five to six imposition convicts, is he? He's not, but I I think the fate of dealing with chaos is probably bigger than Lucy's feelings, as much as I want to, you know, abide by them. 
Although here's here's a thought. He did. I guess his proclamation was specifically about his his commissary. Right, right. I guess they don't have to enter the commissary. Um, I think this is a poor line of reasoning where we're trying to find a loophole in our friend's values so that he can't hold it against us. I think we should talk to our friend about this. Yeah, you're right. When you're right, you're right, Sully. It's just, he's, there's no way he's gonna say yes. We can't ask his permission. (laughs) At the same time, though, there's no way we can't leave without her if we want to get on board or do reconnaissance about the dreadnought. Right. I can break the news to Lucy since we have a rapport of sorts. Maybe. Do you think Lucy should be involved in maybe, like, setting some boundaries for, like, what she can and cannot do? Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be just we murder her or leave her here. Well, do we have any stipulations that we should bring to Marilla? Or I, I feel like we should have some sort of compromise so it doesn't feel like we're just agreeing to all her demands, even though we are kind of agreeing to all her demands. I feel like there should be a little more give and take. Um, I I think you're right to... We should definitely call Lucy and see what he thinks would be a good compromise. Because I think right now it's his feelings that would be hurt the most in terms of bringing them on board. That's true. I mean, I also can't say I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be worried having, having five or six more imposition, former imposition soldiers, or I'm not actually even sure they were soldiers, but they would outnumber us at that point. We just have to hope that she would keep her into the deal. That is true. Oh, they're going to mutiny. They're so going to, oh, Cap, Cap, they're, they're going to mutiny. <laughs> they're going to look at the honor and imposition vessel and want to take it. Well, okay, hang on, though. Maybe if we, maybe one of the stipulations is that they can't, their crew can't be bigger than ours. But assuming we get them a ship, they can always come back for the rest of their crew. Oh, now that's a thought. How, how about how about that? We we agree to get them a ship and and take Marilla with us for now. Get them get them get them their ship. Give it to Marilla. She can come back for them, and then hopefully she'll still agree to do the rest of the mission. That seems like a good plan. Yeah, I'm on board with that. What do you mean, agree to do the rest of the mission? I mean, to keep her into the bargain. Well, why can't we do that first? Because like she does a thing for us, we give her a ship and she can go back. I think I think her stipulation was that she wanted to have the ship in in her crew before we do the reconnaissance. I think she needs the ship before she does the reconnaissance, and ah, it's hard to pilot a ship alone. I think is the idea. Let me let me just as a GM jump in here and say I did not make it clear enough her expectations. You are right to consider that you are allowing you might be allowing a crew of pirates onto your ship. The deal is, if she does this job for you, you owe her a ship. That's the deal. It is not, you have to give me a ship in order for me to even do it. It is, through the course of this, you must get me a ship to give to my me and my crew as payment. <clears throat> it is not, like, the upfront payment is you taking her and her crew off of the planet. I just want to make sure that's clear. She's not saying, you have to have two ships in your possession right now, or I'm stealing the honor. Is she saying she wants her whole crew? That is what she said. Yeah, that okay. is that is what she said. All right. So uh, just to clarify, to make sure, so she wants her whole crew, and they don't see 
she seems trustworthy as far as we can tell, that she's not going to just immediately mute D and kill us all and leave us floating in space. Oh, she seems like a pirate because she's a pirate. I don't feel like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that confidence. Like, would you say that you trust Jack Sparrow? Yes. What rock are you living under? <laughs> then you trust her. I think it's a perfectly reasonable thing to ask that, t- tell her that she can have the ship, or a ship, sorry, a ship by the time we're done with this thing, but she can't have her whole crew. She can have like most of them, but I think telling her that they can't outnumber us is a perfectly fair thing to tell a bunch of pirates. Okay. So maybe we, do you think we go in and say to start with, just her and maybe negotiate up to like one or two of her friends. Well, there's there's five of us if you include Lucy, so no more than four of them. And obviously we should talk to Lucy first and make sure that he's on board with all this. Yeah, I think right. that should be our first call, honestly. I'm just saying start low. Yeah. Then presumably work our way up to a middle point. Yeah, I think that's our, our bargaining. That, that I, I agree. I think that's how we, we bargain with her. But, you know, try to aim for no more than four of them. All right. I think that sounds like a plan. Jyla, be careful. Your Guild of Commerce is showing. Oh, thanks. Uh, Doc, ring up, ring up the ship. I ring up the ship. Lucy answers from the kitchen phone. Yes. Hello, friends. What can I do for you? Uh, Lucy, we have some bad news that we want to clear with you before we continue on with this plan. You are all dead. I shall leave at once. Um, no, I have... Wait, can I... Is that something I can do with magic? I'll have to look into this, projecting myself after I die. Well done. (laughs) Um, but no, we are all still alive, but the person that we are looking for... It said that she needs to be there to teach us the technique to get around these uh, sensors, which would mean we'd have to bring her on her ship. Well, as I said before, I rejected coming here at all, and I thought it was a mistake. But if you must bring someone on board this vessel, I understand. Just keep them far away from the galley, and we will be fine. Okay, um, quick clarification on someone. She she said we need to bring her crew as well. Will that be an issue for you? There's just, like, silence on the other end. You would bring four pirates, four to five pirates, on board our home, honorless scoundrels. You would give them the run of the ship. The ship where I cook. Lucy, if we're fairs being fair... Not too long ago, you thought we were honorless scoundrels. I did, but you proved yourselves when you crushed me in battle. So, what if we defeat her in battle first? Would that make you feel better? What I would say is that seems risky. Fighting anyone, and much less a person with a full crew from the imposition, seems like it is dangerous. Especially if you are not confident you would win. But, I guess it's... Up to you? It is your ship. You can do whatever you feel you must do. So, I shall protect the kitchen and do everything I can to keep all of you safe, but... But would it make you feel better if we crushed her in combat first before we brought her on our ship? I would feel better if she just didn't come on the ship, but I'm not about to mutiny. I have honor. (laughs) 
the honor. Yeah, you do. All right. Thank you for being understanding, Lucy. I will be vaguely passively hostile to them. But, you know, we can call that understanding, I suppose. Uh, that we hang up. Okay, so hear me out. Lucy was raised in the same culture that Marilla was. Do we want to try to fight her to assert dominance, so to speak, and like have her respect us? Because at this point, I don't know if she respects us enough to not just take over the ship as soon as she's on it. Uh, I understand that. Yeah, I think it's up to Jyla if she wants to do that. I'm not confident that I can win. And I think it would be more detrimental if I lost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, we all saw what happened to that other dude with the... Well, how the how the pitchfork went straight through him. I definitely don't want that to happen to you. Right. I agree, but I'm also just worried that we look like pushovers right now. I mean, if we can't take her in a, a fork pitching contest, how are we going to take her in combat? Uh, well, combat is. I'm not worried about that part. If we actually have to fight her and keep a mutiny from happening, I have full confidence in us being able to take him down. We are on home turf that way. And hey, Fork Pitchin, we're not on our home turf and are significantly underprepared. Here, here's my concern, though. We, we may be underprepared and be able to take a mutiny. But if we handle the mutiny, we either way we lose what we want, or this might be our only way to prove that we are strong enough that she'll give us what we want. We need to convince her that we are strong enough that she will teach us how to evade censors of multiple factions. And I don't know if she will respect us enough currently. They are built on strength. And though Jyla put up an, an amazing thing against uh, Titus, we have not proven ourselves against her. And I feel like she will try to use that against us in any way she can. But if Jyla does not feel confident, I will not volunteer her to do this. Right. Well, maybe if we need a bargaining chip, we can throw in me facing off against her. If we need to convince her that she can't take the rest of our crew, the rest of her crew with her. Does that sound all right? Yeah, sounds good to me. And I'll be sure to find out the rules first next time. It's <laughs> probably a smart idea. Okay, so we traipse back. To Marilla. Did you have a pleasant time talking amongst yourselves? Yeah, we were discussing the situation and trying to, just trying to make sure we're all on the same page. We, de we definitely can get to a ship. And one thing we're concerned about is having your entire crew on board. Because at that point, you would outnumber us. Would you consider me to be a thief? I mean, you literally admitted to being a thief, so yes. A joke. Of course I am a thief, but a trustworthy thief. I have never stolen something that I said I would not steal, and I will not steal your ship unless you fail to pay. Well, we definitely can pay. It's also very cramped on there. You wouldn't be very comfortable, and it would just make us feel all better. <laughs> so here, here's our here's our compromise. Um, or I guess our counter-proposal, if you want to call it. We can definitely get you your ship. We would propose that just you come with us for now, 
And once you get your ship, you can come back for your crew. Well, now see that there is part of the issue. What if I need help getting my crew out of here? I don't know how difficult it's going to be for me to leave. I've never done it before. Well, you get a practice run, run with us, so that's something. <laughs> yes, but I would rather not have to repeat the trial, you see. Well, would you say yes if we did a little uh, pitch and fit? Something I'm trying out. <laughs> Make a grease the wheels check. <clears throat> Do I get an advantage from anybody else talking this whole time? <laughs> to say no they weren't like talking you up <laughs> they were just present <laughs> they negotiated that is a nine you, we have one camaraderie oh, nope i mean that's a that's a seven <laughs> well you could spend your one camaraderie if you want to make that an eight which is the <laughs> same thing Okay, little one, I like the sound of this. I was unsure of you to begin with. So, how about this? You can go into that ring with me and we can try to see who will survive the longest. But I warn you, I am very strong and very good at this game. So, you give up, you take the crew. I give up, you just take me. Does that seem fair? Sounds fair to me. Now, when you say survive, what do you mean by that? Because we wouldn't want you to die, obviously, because we have to take you with us. I'm not worried about that. Well, just hypothetically, <laughs> what does survive <laughs> mean in this case? Hypothetically, if I die, you do not have to take me and my crew off the planet. Well, right, but we, we still would have needed you. So That is true. This game is risky. But maybe I'll surrender before then. Or maybe you will. Alright, so it's till surrendering or death. I got it. Yes. Okay. So do you understand mechanically the risk that you're taking here is like you're gonna basically sit here and trade blows with her until either she surrenders, you surrender, or one of you dies? Yes, I understand. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. I thought you were going to try to up and be like, oh, we'll take two of your crew. But then you just jumped, it's you or no, or no one. And then she's like, well, no, not that. It's like, I'll fight you then. <laughs> I like it. This is fun. I just want to make sure everyone understands the stakes and also understand that the last person surrendered after taking four hit points of damage. The other thing that I'll say mechanically I did last time, but this time I'll make explicit is your armor gives you one hit point. And I'll say that has reset. So you have one free hit point that your armor eats, and then your armor's not there anymore, basically. Yeah. I'm going to need another drink. <laughs> Sully, can I have yours? He hands you a canteen of water. Hey, hey, wait. I think I need to step in here. I don't think we need to do this, right? Couldn't we come to some compromise between all or none? There's got to be somewhere in between. I love this plan so far. What if, what if we agree to take two of your crew right now? Uh, roll me a persuasion. Eight. All right, so maybe that deal seems a little harsh. As you pointed out, I am the reigning champ of this sport. So I'll tell you what. I have a crew of a few people. I will reduce it by one for every round you stay in the ring. All right, I think we have ourselves a deal. Um, quick clarification question. 
How big is your crew before we step into this ring? Five people. All right. I think that was a good clarification. So you know Wait, sorry. Do you, are you including her in the crew? No. Four people. Okay. <laughs> good clarification. This way she can't just be like, yeah, I have 30 people I wanted to bring. Well, we, es- we established that before. No, no. She's being, she's being straightforward about yeah. this. Yeah. You, you survived two rounds. That means I get to bring 28 people. Too bad I only have six. <laughs> <laughs> Once you agree, she throws her mug at the bartender and goes, we're starting now. She walks out into the ring and like pushes a person who was like about to throw a pitchfork out of the ring. She catches the one that was thrown at that person and stands waiting for you. Uh, She leads over to the bartender. Uh, Any rules I should know about before I go in for a second round? The rules are easy. You simply throw pitchforks back and forth until one of you is near death. Anything off limits? We're all liars here and cheats, prisoners and convicts, so no, I don't think so. All right. What's the worst case scenario? They try to kill you. Ha, good joke. Uh, be sure to root for me. And shoot jogs out there. We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. Music for the show is from danosongs.com, audionautics.com, zapsplat.com, and the public domain. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our actual plays at the Wandering Gamer Network's website or Podbean, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also post Let's Plays on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. You can also find us on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. (laughs) 